Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Champs at Last, the podcast where we just chat shit about wrestling. I'm your host, Andrew, and as always, joined by my mate Lee. How are you, fella? Are you good? Yeah, not bad, son, yeah. Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm not too bad. Yeah, do, doing okay. Um, no really interesting stories this week, if I'm honest. To be honest, I've got fuck all too, mate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we didn't even talk beforehand, did we? We just we said hello five minutes ago, and we said, should we just press record? Yeah, let's just do it. Let's get this one out of the way. God, not to talk to each other anymore. <laughs> in fairness, we barely spoke all week. Mate, I was looking on the text when I said to you, what time do you want to start? Hadn't texted each other since Wednesday. It means haven't gone a whole day of, of not private chat. We we now sound like an old married couple, right? Who only communicate through video calls. Yeah. <laughs> Long distance marriage. <laughs> it's keeping the fire alive. Uh, um, yeah, so it's. I, I feel like it's been a busy week and we've sort of watched some wrestling and, and not. Um, I know I haven't really been able to, to catch AEW at all. I haven't really seen yeah, a lot sorry. of Raw. And and that's rare for us. We try to at least kind of keep our our, our toes in a few things. Um, but I believe we, we have a, a slightly new feature for, for this week where we're going to try and just have it as our, our, our five talking points of the week. We say five. I can't really count. So when you say five, I'm assuming this will be about seven. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll, well, we know we'll you're trying. Like we know you like to exaggerate your numbers, mate. It's <laughs> We ask you for a top five, you give us at least eight names, Didn't. and then two names which you wanted to put in but couldn't quite fit in. Yeah, pretty much. These are the guys yeah. I definitely needed, but this would have been a short list of other people that also could have been in. <laughs> I could argue for these people in the end. So we just something going, you still need to cut this down by five, and you're like, I, no. No, I can make arguments yeah. for all of them. Stand ends by all it, of them. Ends the game immediately. <laughs> As I think you're loving this. Battle Royal Gauntlet match on uh, NXT, aren't you? All your favourite mid-carders in, uh, in one match. <laughs> and I don't understand the rules at all. Oh, it, no, it, was, it, was, it wasn't until I realised it was over the two nights I went, uh, okay, I sort of get it now, but not. <laughs> so, either way, I'm going to yeah. watch it. But to be honest, that segment with Regal and Gargano in Regal's office, that cheered me right up, I'm not going to lie. Was it just the brass nooks? The brass nooks made me laugh. <laughs> uh, and then Regal's whole pantomime-esque performance. Regal's just the best. Slash with a bit of like carry-on film. Who were misses? Yeah, and then like later on in the night he's just uh, threatening to rip Adam Cole in two and Kyle Riley in two because they're two naughty school kids essentially. And yet he managed to pull both gimmicks off. He's he's a man's man. <laughs> I I thought he was gonna say, um, like war games, and then go, no, no, sorry, that's the wrong takeover. He probably did. Probably just on like, the second take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way to settle this, young man. War games. He's like, nah. No. Um. So no, So that's one talking point. Was it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yep. I, did, I did have that on the on the checklist. Good. You, you have anything so, else? Second, the second one I've got is uh, Seamus versus Drew from uh, Fastlane. 
was very good. Brutal. Was very good. Almost should have been considered as a WrestleMania match. Yes. However, the way that they kind of booked it now with Bobby, why didn't they just have that match at Elimination Chamber for the title and just yeah. have the Elimination Chamber as the number one contender? Bollocks. Lashley wins that, goes to Mania. Why not just do that? Yeah. Well, so what they sense. could have done at our fast line is just make it a little bit interesting. Not already announce a WrestleMania main event mm. and then go Sheamus versus Drew, number one contender. Yeah, pretty good. That, yeah. That's what you should have done. Yeah, the board that. This can also lead me on to my next talking point, and then I'll stop and let you talk, Andrew. Okay. Um, on Raw, you've probably not seen it. Uh, Bobby Lashley walks into a jobber's locker room. Amazing. And then puts a bounty on Drew McIntyre's head. Oh, goes, shit, okay. Yeah, anyone who can take him out, I'll give you like 10 grand. Plus, you get a title shot at WrestleMania. The people in this room, man. Say, hold up. How many people were in the room? I'll say about six. What sort of level uh, of job are we talking? Some of these people you've not seen on TV for a while. Oh, dear. A, a good while, you'll recognise the name and go, oh yeah, I forgot that was a thing. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll recognise the names, but I have to I remember mean, they're on Raw, which... I assumed they struggle. put this uh, situation to Andrade, and then he just said, no, no, give me my release now, and then they released him Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah, or while Charlotte was recovering from COVID. Yeah, and that, and that long COVID that puts you out of line. Yeah. Yeah. Great uh, storytelling by WWE now. Yeah. Using uh, the pandemic to get sympathy. It's not going to work. I'm going to guess at... Um, Bo Dallas. No. Wow. Apparently, he was the one under the uh, female. So I heard, yeah. yeah. Interesting twist. Yeah. Hoping I do actually uh, bring it into it at some point. I'm also giving something to do. Uh, oh, I don't know, mate. You, you have to tell me. You've got the likes of Ricochet, which made me laugh because literally Jobber. Wow, the man who had been feuding with the Hurt Business yeah. forever. Yeah. And then got his feelings hurt, and then I just didn't bother booking him again. Yeah, won his, won his match so they didn't have to, so they wouldn't bully him anymore. Yeah, and then the then the other one of note was um was Umberto Carrillo. Oh, I should have guessed Umberto Carrillo. To be honest, yeah, that lad's put on some muscle. Oh, okay, yeah, he's had nothing no, else to do. He's literally just been hitting the gym since the last time he was on TV. Okay, okay. Does he still? Look as, as handsome. Yeah. Good. Good. Glad he hasn't lost that baby face. Good looks. No, no. Still probably can't cut a promo either, which is why Vince has left him alone in the jobber's locker room. Yeah. Honestly, they, they didn't have to call it in the jobber's locker room. You just looked around and went, oh, f-. not one of these could take out Drew. <laughs> they, could, they could have put like a 
Oh, what's he called now? Dabberton David. Is it Dabberkato? Could have put him in there. At least make it a bit interesting. Put, um, what's his face in there? Uh, oh, Riddick Moss's, um, old pal. Or is it, no, is Riddick Moss? Yeah. Riddick Moss, isn't it? Yeah. Well, were you thinking of Tino Sabatelli's old pal? I was. Pal, Riddick yeah. Moss. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, I just named Riddick Moss and that's him. So, yeah, it could be him. I liked him. Again, we just named the people on Raw Underground. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking sick. It's a good gimmick. It really was. I enjoyed anyway. that. Anyway. Yes. Let's, uh, let's hear some positive vibes from you for a week, Andrew. Uh, or some s- negative ones. You can be salty if you wish. No, uh, I'm not saying that salty, to be honest, from, from what I saw of uh, the week-to-week stuff. Uh, I enjoyed Devlin versus Kishida. I texted you saying I think that could be money. Watched it. Very, very serviceable TV yeah. match. As I was watching that match, I happened to click on our Instagram story. Ah! <laughs> and then went, oh, I didn't oppose this. And went, this makes no sense to me at all. And like, I carried on watching and I was like, Ladders! I was like, well, not Shawn Michaels. Didn't have to say a word. Nope. <laughs> she walks out and hoping there's a ladder underneath this ring, otherwise it's going to look stupid. Yeah, it just gets the, the Craig Gatorade from under there instead. Just thirsty lads, carry on with your business. I imagine that if Trip's just done it as a work for him. <laughs> just, just so we can set up another mania match between them. Christ. Yeah. Humble beginnings, this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that that's that's definitely a match to, to go check out. Uh, another match that's worth it this week comes from NXT UK. Ilya Dragunov versus Sam Gradwell in a no DQ. Very good. Just two lads beating the hell out of each other. In a way only Ilya Dragunov can have, to be honest. If you want to watch some brutal matches, just watch Ilya Dragunov. It's crazy, man. Crazy. How, how red did they both get on like a shame scale of 1 to 10? Ooh. Uh, solid sixes. It wasn't that bad. Probably the worst part of it would have been... Uh, Gradwell hits him with some like electrical wire, whips him on the back, and, and he, get, he gets like the cuts on there. That that was pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. To, to be honest, Jack Styles looked redder from his match with Joseph Connors. That bad. Yeah. Very red. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen that one get chopped by Walter, and that Ooh. handprint didn't go down for Ooh. like weeks a couple of weeks well I say weeks they were filmed on the same day so it's difficult but yeah <laughs> no I think he posted yeah, it on Instagram as well just like yeah. a massive handprint still man. <laughs> like you might need to go to a doctor on that man <laughs> yeah. uh, I also heard good things about the AEW main event uh, John Silver versus Darby Allen for the TNT title that's probably I mean, something I'm going to try and check out I'm not watching this week I'll probably watch it on ITV4 this evening. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I might go check it's, it out uh, on the old YouTube. It's supposed to be pretty it's, good. Uh, it's, it's two good workers, so... Exactly. Also supposed to be a very good Britt Baker promo that I could not find anywhere online that pissed me off, so please tell me if you find it. It's yeah, supposed I'll, to be I'll quite send you good. a link of it, Tom. Sad. Um, and then I would probably say Paris probably agreed. The... Worst real thing of this week came from Fastlane. That was whatever the hell they did with Apollo Crews and Big E, man. Oh, oh. Now, 
that ending was Ugh. sloppily booked. Like the match, the match was bang average leading up to that point. I was so and looking the, forward to it, and as well. then the ending just ruined it. I but still don't honest, know who won. Did Big E win? Big E retained, yeah. <laughs> but did he though? Yeah, it was just he won it. it was just bollocks. He won in my heart, at least. Yeah, I was happy to get. The but point. Um, I was saying this to um, Sully because he was still awake. Naturally, kind of, kind of watching it. Uh, as you know, only Sully does. Mm-hmm. And the the first half of the show was utter shit. Second half of the show, very good pay per view. Yeah, it did, it did pick up. Yeah. So uh, thank God for that. Mm-hmm. Also, like, this is going to be a hot take, Andrew. Reginald needs to be on every show going because I don't know why he just enters a ring at some point during the match, <laughs> like constantly. Just fucking Reginald. Where did he come from? I don't know. Why is he a thing? I know we are, I know he's a training partner of Ricochet because they've got a TikTok page together. <laughs> I I don't know what to say to that. I, Jesus Christ. Wow. Shall we just move on? Oh, baffled me. Absolutely baffled me. Yeah, yeah. Shall we talk about WrestleMania 19 or X1X, as is sometimes known? <laughs> by, by who? You? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard people somewhat refer to it once as X9. Okay. Because WrestleMania 17 was generally known as X7. Indeed. Indeed. I get that. Um, so, um, but with the Roman yeah. numerals, the way they put it, it's an X, then it's an I, and an X for the nine. So yeah. X, X one X, as I like to call it. <laughs> uh, that, and that's not even the worst thing about this show. Uh, I, I didn't say if I insinuated that was a bad thing. <laughs> my apologies. That was just merely a fact. Um, it opens with a quite kayfabe breaking promo video, if I'm honest. Actual genuine feelings about what it's yeah. like to perform at Mania. Um, kind of cool. Now, building up was quite big, but it, it came across as quite downtrodden. It's it a did. little bit depressing. And I was like, "It's Mania. You're meant to get me fucking fired yeah, up." It was, it was quite some for three hours, forty six of wrestling. And yes, I will refer to this a couple of times. It's three hours forty six minutes. You can't say it's three hours forty six minutes of wrestling, Lee. It's three hours, 46 <laughs> minutes, okay? Okay, we do get a musical concert involved as well, but I'll get to that at some point because, Jesus Christ, my head is going to flip. Yes. Instead, we shall start with the usual banter where I will tell you where things are. So we open right. in Seattle, Washington at Safeco Field, home of the Seattle Mariners. It's baseball league. Baseball. So it's quite a nice stadium. Baseball stadiums uh, are normally pretty good for the arenas. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't mind that at all. Um, I have been to Seattle. Uh, I saw a sign in the crowd that said, I want to, no, I think it says Oregon sucks because they're, they're their rivals, their rival state. Yeah. Having been to Portland also on the same <laughs> trip. Um, no, I'm a, 
I'm an Oregon yeah, fan. I, I'm fully aware of your feelings regarding Seattle and Portland. I am, I am an Oregon fan. So, yeah, Seattle, interesting place. Yeah. And I may well refer to it again later because it definitely will come up. Just one quick question for you, Andrew. Sure. Is the stadium still active? I believe the Mariners are still a thing. I'm pretty sure Sadco is is still still going. Because to be honest, I've I've not heard of it before in this pay per view or since. Really? Okay. That, that's uh, that, that's surprising. Oh, um, yeah, it's a T-Mobile Park now. Right. Okay. Because I'm I'm also wondering why WWE's never really gone back now. Don't know. To my knowledge. But, uh, uh, still, it, if I'm wrong, feel free to shout me down onto it. Still, still a thing, but like I said, yeah, it's team up, our partner. Ooh, a bit of retractable roof now. Anyway, uh, so the show actually then starts with JR and Jerry. And we have to learn that uh, Jim Ross always wears his John Wayne cufflinks at WrestleMania. Interesting fact for you. Yeah, to be honest, I was like, oh, that's not the worst thing I'm going to hear tonight. So no. That's why. no, that is not the worst thing you're going to hear out of Jerry Lawler's mouth during this whole evening. You are correct. You are correct. Wow. Uh, then, because it is a SmackDown uh, opening match, we cut, we cut to Taz and Michael Cole, and Taz says the words, Wicked Humongous. That's how he describes WrestleMania. Wicked Humongous. And I went, can I have three hours, 46 minutes of Taz, please? Unfortunately, no. (laughs) In fairness, the way Michael Cole's voice was by the end of the show, it would have been a long, hard slog of three hours, 46 of Taz. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it did. It just sucked for it. So that first match, in fact, it opens up hot. You start WrestleMania with Rey Mysterio. Get the crowd going. I like that. Well, yeah. that's good, good little opening. He's up against Matt Hardy version one, who is still the cruiserweight champion. Which bizarrely st- still the fact that still some, got the belt. yeah, the fact that somebody has held a belt from pay per view to that isn't Triple H uh, <laughs> actually surprises me. So that was, that was a good novelty. Uh, I think Ray's gear was inspired by Daredevil, possibly. Possibly. A little bit, yeah. Felt a little bit like that. Uh, I thought it was a good match. Two very good competitors that yeah. complement each other pretty well. But then just an ugly-ass finish. Don't know about you. It just made me laugh, now, like, how hilariously quick Ray is at this point in his career. He's rapid. Oh, so good. Like, literally just bouncing everywhere. Yep. Um, I've got to give props to Shannon Moore because he was a good, annoying fucking sidekick. He is the Nidia to <laughs> Matt Hardy's uh, Jamie Noble champion. He's not been seen since, man. I'll tell you, that is the thing. I'm, I'm going to do this early. This is the thing I've learned from this year of watching the opening of, of Ruthless Aggression. Yeah. By Jamie Noble, man. Probably one of the best champions they had during that year. Very good. <laughs> also, what I've learned from this period so far is don't get attached to anyone because they might just disappear for months and then 
and then just reappearing. You're like, okay. Yeah. Initially, if we watch the shows in between, it might make a bit more sense. But I don't just know that sort of time. Pay view, just, yeah. <laughs> it's sad, isn't it? Um, go on. No, I was just going to say, so I thought it was just a, an ugly finish. I, I, I guess it was just Matt Hardy was too heavy for him. Was that what they were doing? Yeah. Else, I suppose. Yeah. It was just a, it was just a way to not pigeonhole Ray and just cruise away matches, I think. Yeah. But to put him in a somewhat marquee match at uh, WrestleMania. So it kind of made sense because the belt's really worth nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a way more than that. I think he does have a run with the belt at some point. Okay. But so, he probably... It's okay. It's a, a nice nice little opening match, really. Like I said, I didn't care too much for the finish, but an opening match on Mania gets you going. It's like, yeah, cool. I'd be excited to have been there and seen that. And that's what it's about, isn't it? You know? Just um, solid. Just, just give me a minute just to go through this... Uh, because I've just seen what's on my notes next, and oh. I, and I, I've already got a little bit angry. Oh, I don't, but no, I'll, I'll, so, I'll take the lead for this with you, on mate. Don't worry. No, no, I want this one. Okay. Give me the hot mic. It's fine. Okay. You do. You. Um, who the fuck are the cat the cat fight girls? Like who the fuck are they? They were introduced as the Miller Light girls. They're not called yeah. the cat fight girls until later on. No, I didn't. No. I, and I was like. But, Okay, I still don't Honestly, get it. Honestly, I was like, this is weird. I thought no, like, two, like, wrestlers which are probably on SmackDown. Because they, they were, like, talking about Hogan versus... Oh, Hogan. that was... Yeah, just arguing about was like, what was going to be the best match. So, um, so yeah, that pissed me off. And then I'm just going to quickly go into the next little segment of Tony Chimmel Really putting over Limp Biscuit, saying that they're WWE's favourite band in the entire world, which I thought was a bit overkill. And also, a massive fuck you to Saliva, who uh, performed live at Survivor Series. Well, like I said, mate, don't get too attached. <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> for, that, for, for those three months you really enjoyed Saliva, fuck that. <laughs> Why did they have to say favourite band in the entire world? He says it twice, mate. I know. It's it's sickening. Uh, and also, classic WWE. Limp Biscuit wasn't relevant in 2003. Now, relevant in 2001. But they obviously couldn't afford Limp Biscuit in 2001. It was it was wet. Uh, going, going back to the, the Middle Eagles quickly, uh, so they were arguing what was going to be the best match of the evening, which one they were looking forward to most. We're looking forward most to Austin versus Rock or Vince versus Hogan. In my head, I was like, that ain't the shit I've gone for. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, but I had to give it to Blondie because um, at this point in time, I don't know who they are. I'll learn their names later on. Oh, do, do I state their names? They state their names, sir. They come up on the screen. I noted them down. <laughs> uh, yeah, Blondie did it right. She said Austin versus Rock because nobody's there for Vince McMahon versus fucking old Hogan. And I will calm down. Uh, we find out that Nathan Jones has been laid out by A Train. That that is before Limp Biscuit, the world's oh, well. sorry, the WWE's favourite band in the world. 
we so that means that back, it's not going to be there with Undertaker. We can also go back to our recurring segment from the past few weeks of um, what tone of orange is A-Train for WrestleMania? He hasn't. Actually, I think he, he, turned, he, might, he, might, he might have had a shave somewhat. Not the back, but the front. If you notice, I, I don't know if I've seen this before, but his chest hair is actually shaved into like his abdomen way, so it looks yeah, yeah, almost like know. he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did notice yeah, that. Weird, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, marquee match against Taker. He thought I best. Uh, anyway, he's got to look his best, isn't he? Getting his Sunday best for it. It's a, uh, it's a shame though. The match was utter fucking dog shit. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so, 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 so Nathan Jones doesn't arrive. So no. he he's not a thing. I didn't even know he had been friends with Taker. Obviously, in any way um, when he when he arrives. Here's a side note for you, Andrew. Um, Nathan Jones never really arrives. Oh, yeah, I know, you, you've said. Uh, but I'm just saying, as a, as a, a non-fan at that time, baffled, no idea. Uh, and then, I was, and just let Biscuit perform in, and it comes out, I'm just going, dude, Mark Calloway does not listen to this shit. Like, do me a favour. There is no way he's sat at home going, you know what, I'm going to put a little bit of Limp Biscuit on. Fuck off, is he, right? No chance. So he yeah. gets the special entrance. He comes out as the American badass yeah. with his motorbike and everything. And then A Train has, yeah, exactly. And is there. And then A Train comes out. And A Train doesn't even get his own music. No, he has to share in a big show. His music. Doesn't even get his own music. So I'm there going, oh, yeah, it's the, it's the match against A Train. But he goes, well, I'm going, yeah. uh, have I got know. this wrong? Was it actually big shows up against? I thought we've had this know, shit. No, he couldn't. They couldn't give A Train his own entrance because you know it was the tightest three hours forty six. Oh yeah, so he doesn't <laughs> get had, that. They had to cut that. And so I was thinking, well, was this originally booked as a tag match then? Yeah, yeah. That to but, me seems yeah. unthinkable. The Taker is in a tag match at Mania. Yeah. Who's booking but, that shit? But Nathan Jones is that green and that dangerous. <laughs> he couldn't be trusted in a tag match. It's just also, but. Do, wow. But to be honest, Nathan Jones' spot in the match where he comes out and lays out Big Show was actually my favourite spot in the spot in the match by a mile. Yeah, nice spinning heel kick. Uh, what I enjoyed, the only other thing that I, I noticed in there is Cole goes, "Come on, big man!" Oh no, no, sorry, sorry. It's A Train that's shouting this at, at Taker. He's going, "Come on, big man! I thought you were a big man." Go on, I thought you were the big dog. I thought you were a big dog. And Cole goes, A-Train is messing with the big dog in his yard. So he has somehow, 18 years before, predicted <laughs> the future that he's going to spend his entire career going, here comes a big dog! Like, he knows. It's all, but Just imagine if there was someone there that he could shout his boss time to. Just imagine. Oh, just imagine. Oh. But yeah, yeah, it made me laugh that Cole is there saying, this is the big dog in his yard. I'm going, I'm sorry, am I watching a Roman Reigns match? It was, yeah, I thought it was a nice little touch. This show was barely watchable at points. I did not need Cole screaming, it's boss time. It's, it's boss time. Dog. He's in the splash zone. <laughs> I, I didn't need any of that bollocks. Uh, no, that, that genuinely happened. Um, I, I was glad I heard that. 
That then brings us back to the Miller Lite girls. Again, they're still just that at the time. And they then go to meet Stacey and Tori. What I got from this, and uh, and this is, to be honest, almost a serious point. I don't get why they brought these women in, right, to kind of, I don't know, to the old sex sells bollocks and whatever, and Eric Bischoff's HLA that we've had to suffer through and everything. They've done all this. And then I, they go meet Tori and Stacey and have kind of the same argument or whatever, like, oh, who created Mania? Yeah, yeah. Was it Hulk? Was it Vince? Blah, blah, blah. If they're doing it for uh, that, I was pissed off that no one mentioned uh, Mr. T as being an important part of WrestleMania 1. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> please, please continue. Uh, um, I was like, um, if that is all that we're looking to do, is just have attractive women sit to be on. What was that segment? Stacey and Tori are streets above these two random women they're brought in. I don't know if, if you feel the same, but I'm there going... If that's yeah. all that we're going with, Stacey and Tori look fucking great. Like, she just pushed yeah. that angle already. You don't need to make some randoms in. The only thing I can think of is Miller Lite was in oh, official oh, beer or yeah. something. Yeah, obviously, obviously they're, they're pushing some of that angle. Uh, but at $15 a can in the uh, stadium. Yeah, it's a big can though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just thought, what's the point? These two already look good. If that's the angle you're really with, fuck it. So... Uh, and also did kind of laugh at testicles. Yeah, it's a, it's a because day. in my mind, it's going. Why's it called that? Oh, because she's supposed to be dating test at the time, so testicles. Yeah, yeah. Right. sorry, it's well played, ladies, well played. I mean, <laughs> um, oh, then it comes to another bit that made me laugh a lot. Oh god, so it comes to Jr. And obviously, it's the usual point where they tell us that. Um, the troops overseas uh, are watching Mania, which I always love. They don't watch any other bait reviews. They only ever watch Mania. That's the only one they'll ever give them. We'll give you Mania. All right, man? So, yeah, we'll give you that. And he goes, oh, the troops are watching. We, we love you guys. You're doing the right thing. Kick their ass and get it done quickly. Quick history lesson for you, Lee. This is 2003. So this is just under 18 months after... Yeah. The tragic attacks on uh, the Twin Towers. Yeah. You're aware of what conflict they may be finding in. Yeah. Just seems nice that they said, you're doing the right thing and get it done quickly. I mean, I'm, I'm not yeah. sure how many people actually agreed with either of those statements, yeah. but Vince McMahon did, I assume. Bit of propaganda there from the government. So I loved it, to be honest. It made me laugh yeah. going... And also, no, those troops are still there, so uh, they didn't get it done quickly like JR wanted. And it, he must be distraught. So I thought that was just a nice little <laughs> thing that hasn't aged that well. Out of all the things that haven't aged well of what we've watched, that just <laughs> made me laugh. Uh, and then they showed me a Sunday Night Heat segment, and I'm there going, they still film Sunday Night Heat, and yet it's mania. How distraught yeah. must you be if you were the Dudley boys going, oh, lads, you're going to be on on Sunday night? Oh, wicked. No, no, no. You're on the pre-show on Sunday night. Hey. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, who's watching that shit? No one's watching that before Mania. Come on. It was just some absolute tag team nonsense. The Dudley's fucked about. I genuinely don't remember what, what the purpose of it was. No, I don't. I don't understand at all. 
I have zero notes about those two segments you've just discussed. Cool. Literally, literally nada. Good, good, good. You can see why I had to watch this in two goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this thing brings us to the ladies' match. For, sorry, battle. sorry. The first ladies' match of the night, I guess. Uh, yeah. Back on track, I've, I've got one note about this one. Okay, well, it's, it's Tris. Sorry, Tris. Trish versus Jazz. Yeah, it's Tris versus Jaff <laughs> uh, versus Victoria, who's champion, with Steve Richards. Please let your note be about Steve Richards, Lee, because I don't know who he is. So please tell um, me. Steve Richards was the leader of Right to Censor. Okay. The most annoying gimmick of the early 2000s because cool. they just had a siren as their entrance music. Which would play like, for about like two Sc- minutes. Like Scott Steiner. Yeah, but more heelish. Okay. <laughs> yep, so there you go. Just imagine that one. Uh, the gimmick got disbanded. But Steve kept his job, obviously. Yeah. When I look at the job, because it was uh, Bull Buchanan was in there. Nice. He, tra- he transformed into B2 or oh. B squared. B squared. There we go. Oh, good. Um, good job, Rick. There's Val Venus who turned into Chief of Staff Sean Morley. Uh, oh, yeah. The good father went back to being a pimp, so he was a godfather. And staring us out, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ivory just pretty much remained the same gimmick, to be fair, because, yeah, matters. Not getting TV time. So, yeah, and then for some bizarre reason, um, Stephen Richards ended up as Victoria's manager. Don't know how you got from point A to point B. Do we ever? <laughs> Do we ever? So. I don't. I don't think it's particularly relevant to be really honest. So, no. uh, so my one note for the match is Andrew. Mm-hmm. Uh, average match, but probably in the best women's match we've seen in this entire duration. It's certainly the longest. I thought it was solid. Oh. I think there might be one other one, and I feel that it did also involve jazz because. She wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't she in the first movie we watched, like Bad Blood? Uh, backlash. Oh, backlash. Sorry. Um, and then, like, then I assume she got injured and just hasn't been in for the rest of the time. I think that's yeah. kind of what it was. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I Jenny, I enjoyed the match. I, th- I, I honestly, it was good. Um, I, I still though, it was a weak finish, man, because it wasn't even a super kick. It was just a kick kind of to the sternum, and that was it. Yeah. I felt like it was a chance to let Jazz win, which is good. Uh, the only bad point from it is... Oh, Jesus. Um, Jazz has a young Mike Tyson attitude. That's that's JR's comment, I believe. Okay. It's like, oh, fine. So Jerry obviously follows that up with, sort of has the physique of... Tyson, I'm like, whoa, where are we going with this, sir? Wah, wah. Um, so, just the usual insensitivity from yeah. Jerry King Lawler. Mute. I'll just watch the match. Thank you very much. Um, that's, so, yeah, uh, it's good. That's, that's two Mike Tyson references in WWE this week. We've obviously got this one from uh, WrestleMania 17, 19. And then... Um, X1, X1. And then, do you... Um, do you know any other Mike Tyson reference this week? Yeah, Ronnie this Strong. Ronnie yeah, Strong was wearing his Iron Mike Brooklyn bomber that, jacket. That was probably the most interesting thing about Roderick Strong ever. Good lad, Roddy. Because 
Uh, as a side note, I think Roderick Strong is now going down near you, Chris Benoit. Um, give me. Okay. okay. Um, then that moves us on to uh, the Rock's first segment. He has a little interview with Coach. Does the Rock yeah. have a lisp in this? Maybe. Okay. He, he just he just talks a lot of shit. He does, and yeah. it's just weird. Yeah. I felt like he had a lisp. It's funny shit, but like um, like the Rock was in that one at uh, San Francisco. Yeah, in San Francisco one when they just let him vamp. Yeah. For like 20 minutes. It kind of had this same sort of vibe because I was like, I kind of want to watch this a bit quicker, so would you hurry the fuck up and just get on with it? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't need. The, well, there are many segments I don't need. Yeah, there's quite a, there's yeah. quite a few to be really honest. Yeah. Um, but all I remember him saying that people only remember Act Three because obviously he'd lost to Austin twice already, and this yeah. is the third one. So in my head, it was going, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Does it mean that he's going to set up thrice in a lifetime? Because I don't remember either of those two matches he's had seen so far. I'm only going to remember <laughs> the third one. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Andrew, do not tempt fate. I know, he could play. <laughs> if Vince is somehow listening to this and he's like, holy shit, them two lads are right, get me rock on the phone now. To, to be honest, yeah. you, you, you popped me at thinking that Vince would refer to us as lads. So I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he would enjoy this sort of bollocks, I'm telling you. you know, yeah. This is good shit. It is good shit. Yeah. Until we bag on his son-in-law in about 10 minutes. <laughs> yes. Uh, brings us on to a triple threat tag of Chavo and Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit and his partner Rhino now in the ever-changing tag teams uh, versus Team Angle, who are still champions. So again, fair play on keeping your title between pay-per-views. I don't know. Just to, uh, just to correct you, Andrew, they're actually known as the world's greatest tag team. That is legitimately their name. What, t- Team Angle? Yeah, no, the oh, Team okay. Angle as a collective. Sure, my, my apologies. But a world's greatest tag team sure. as a, as That's a duo. Okay, no problem with that. Uh, six good superstars, mate. You put that on paper, six very good performers. You know you're going to get a match out of that. Had no issues um, at all. Um, Seattle apparently knows about hat tricks, and yeah. I was like, "Cool." Are they just saying that no other city can count? <laughs> I, I didn't really understand the the comment. They don't even um, have a sports team really that does hat tricks apart from the Sounders. They don't yeah. have a hockey team. <laughs> I'm not even sure they had a basketball team at this time. The SuperSonics yeah, might have yeah. left, and they don't do and they don't do hat tricks. And you don't do yeah, hat tricks in baseball. I think that's still not that point. So where the fuck were they going with it? But so I thought I thought you would have enjoyed this match, Andrew, simply because it was the most logically booked triple threat tag team I've seen for a while. It was, mate. There were teams actually like trying to break up counts and do and do everything possible for their team to win. Yeah, and the fact that Shelton picked up the win after Eddie pulls Rhino off after the gore was a great touch. Because, yeah. like, oh, yeah, he's not going to let um, Charbo get pinned. But, oh, shit, whilst taking yeah. Ryan out of the equation, Shelton's the opportunist, comes in. Good, yeah. I just thought it was all over very quickly. You know how you were saying before how 
they gave the rock that time to do whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cut that shit out. It definitely cut out the shit in a second. And <laughs> it probably lasted just as long. Well, some people might have lasted just as long. Um, <laughs> and, and, and have that match go a little bit longer, you know? Because I thought it was good, but it just over too quickly. And I went, oh, yeah. I never really felt invested. It was annoying. I, I felt this was a weird spot for Eddie and Benoit, considering the following WrestleMania. Uh, Benoit wins the belt. Okay. Uh, Eddie retains his world championship. Okay. And they both celebrate at the end. And they're both very much very mid-card at the moment. Yeah. It takes quite a hell of a push to get them from where they are now to there. You know what they should do? It's a fair play. This is when they should start. And Eddie and Chris 365. Imagine that year from Mania to Mania. What a story. Be more interesting than the fucking Ricochet one. I assume because <laughs> none of us have watched it. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to see catering or torching this. I don't know. I like. I like catering. Um, right. Uh, unfortunately, it then brings back the middle light girls. Oh, actually, no shit. Oh no. Yeah, Jeez, I, I might. I might have overstepped it from before. Because You've this, got this wrong way around, I think. This is now when they argue over who created Mania. Before, yeah, they just met each other and said testicles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah and then uh, they had another talky bit, didn't they? Sure, and this is the bit where, I, where my heart uh, sort of went, oh, shit, they're having a match, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I mean, like, oh, I, didn't, I didn't know when this was going, and then they kind of went like, and then two just, yeah, I just and they went, kind of like, let's settle this in a ring or in a bedroom, and I was like, "Oh no, we're getting some kind of bollocks here, some it, kind of bollocks." Yeah, I, I was sitting there thinking, "Oh, this is just like watching every episode of Monday Night Raw ever." <laughs> the opening segment where they talk bollocks, and suddenly it sets up a match <laughs> for later on. Oh, shocking that! Uh, yeah. Instead, though, we get to have Y2J versus HBK. In one assume was just basically a dream match. Just there you go, boys. You do you. Crack on. Crack on, Pretty boys. Much. Have a match. Um, interesting. But I, I found out that Chris's dad played for the New York Rangers. Didn't know that. Oh, was you not aware? Did, genuinely, did not know that. No. Is it? Is it Ted Irvine? Don't know, mate. Don't know. There don't you know. go. Okay. There's a bit more. There's a bit more knowledge for. Cool, 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 cool. So, um, yeah, great match. Told a great story. He's the first one when the crowd actually popped for it as well. Yeah, maybe the first one because like I said Ray comes out and it has that initial pop so that match yeah. was kind of there but yeah, yeah, since then, nah, you've dropped off a bit. Also, uh, Y2J does a great super kick. Uh, as you'd expect. It, it was a solid, solid super kick. But sadly, um, HBK couldn't wrestle in uh, 2021. He slaps his thigh too much. So now, he's, so now he's a big no-no. It's funny you should mention that because I may mention something in around those uh, guidelines again <laughs> later for you. It'd be interesting, actually. Um, yeah, no, I thought I thought it was decent. Um, Charles Robinson looked weird as fuck. Yeah, it, he cut it, his hair it, way too short. It took you about five minutes to realise... Oh yeah. shit! That's little nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> took, 
Someone's made an early 2000s mistake there, son. We've all done it. We've all had that terrible haircut. That was your time. It's just a shame it was on the biggest night of the year. (laughs) Um, I felt like HBK should have been counted out. My only little gripe of that, obviously. Yeah. Definitely should be counted out. As I've said before, I didn't make too many notes, but this one is simply because I just like... Yeah, no, I was watching it. Yeah, yeah. My my notes are are bullshit here, Lynn. This is the, the questions coming to you in a moment as well. Um, Y2J is an unbelievable heel. He's so good. Yeah. Like, unbelievable. How he's not like the top heel in the business currently, like, baffles me at this time. Yeah, yeah. So good at just flipping people off. Always going to be sportsmanship with um, Sean, because, like, you just had a great yeah. match. Brilliant. Nah, nah, nah. Flip you off. Awesome. Got yeah. a new crowd. Yeah. So and Shinsuke is in. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it was like watching Shinsuke versus AJ Styles. <laughs> Just all crotch shots. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, the, and then, to be honest, I thought, with that super kick, why not just win it? I didn't quite, I didn't like the roller. That was overkill. Just like, fucking win it. Yeah. Nice, clean, uh, done, easy. It did, it did get indie booking finish to it. I'm just, but it's mania. It's allowed. It's yeah, fun. no, like I said, without doubt, the, the best match so far on, on the card. Easy. Uh, but yeah. my question comes to you. So they mentioned that, um, as this was kind of a, a dream match, they were talking about how there was another heavyweight clash the night before, at Bernard Hopkins. Uh, yeah, not got a clue before. Oh, come on, man. That was going to be a question. I oh. did. Uh, I was thinking about this, though. Just in general, because you know I'm a bit of a boxing fanatic. Exactly. That's what I thought yeah. I'd, I'd be interested <laughs> to find out. Forgotten I was obviously a paid view this weekend, but we'll gloss over that. Um, Bernard Hopkins, 2003. Do you have the answer there? I do. Um, can I go with Roy Jones Jr.? You can. You'd be incorrect. To be honest, if you get this, I'd be surprised. I, I've not heard of this guy. Uh, it is Maraid Hacker. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. Not a clue, mate. But apparently that's who you thought. It's not up there with my Lloyd Hunnigan from the uh, exactly from yes. years ago. It's no, it's no X Men, is it? <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. Uh, so after that, then we have to have the usual WrestleMania bollocks. Where first yeah. of all, we see that Canadian ref enter Vince's office. Cool. Yeah. Renee. Uh, thank you. No, 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 no. Sylvan Grenier. Yeah, Sylvan Grenier. Sylvan. Sorry. Tag names, the French, they all look alike, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, uh, Where they set the attendance record for Mania of 54,097. So there you well, go. Well, from the stadium, not for Mania. Because you know, you but shit. to be honest, it was probably fudged anyway. Yeah. It looked a lot There's probably only 95 people there. They added the other two on. <laughs> then, that brings us to the second performance from the WWE's Favorite band in the world. Do you want to turn it? She will have to come back now and like say it's Flo Rider. <laughs> I sincerely hope so. Yeah. Uh, Biscuit performing yep. their title theme track for this yep. mania that was called Crack Addict. Lee. That was the yep. actual theme song, and it was called Crack Addict. Yeah. Just as just a side note, Andrew. What did you think of the song? You can have two words to describe it. First word, dog. 
Second word, shit. Right. However, a second, second word almost matches. So horse, I've gone for horse shit. Horse shit. I've gone for I've gone for shite. Oh, okay. And then the first word was fucking. Okay. Because I, I didn't think shite was was enough. That's not. Um, I was like, in fair, they are in Seattle, but I think Seattle is more. I think they're more keen on meth than crack. I think they have the highest meth <laughs> um, head to uh, capita in the um, US. So and I can attest to that because those freaks nearly tried to kill me when I was there sometimes. Um, you are right, Andrew. It is it is meth that uh, Seattle's known for. Indeed. W- watch a documentary on it. Which, to be honest, I'd rather be watching instead of this WrestleMania cat fight, which we got next. <sighs> Jesus Christ. That's right, Andrew. I'd rather watch a documentary about meth addicts than watch these fucking shows. It's awful. If, I, if I'm honest, the meth addicts would probably do less for money <laughs> than these poor women had to. Yikes. Um, I've literally got two things to say about this. Go on. Just two. Just two. Sure. Um... Was Hulk Hogan really pissed off backstage? Because they were ripping tops off like fucking no one's business. <laughs> he must have been stuck there going Gimmick like, infringement! <laughs> like, I literally took my whole fucking gimmick. What am I going to do when I come out in about an hour and a half's time, I feel? <laughs> I mean, you know, he was oiling himself up backstage. Yeah. They was oiling themselves up on stage. Grim. But, you know, just ripping tops left, right and centre. Yeah. And, and then... um. Don't know why Coach got abused for doing his job. <laughs> it was bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Well, was it just a rib on Coach? Was the whole segment just set up just to... I mean, there are worse things to be punked by, isn't there? You know? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it, it, there is a part of it that did pop me, to be fair. And I'll tell you. Uh, so, the blonde one, her name was Tanya Ballinger. Is the first <laughs> the- one. Don't know why that's my mother. There's no money in that. The next one has better um, money in it, to be fair. Uh, the other one was called Katana Baker. Well, it kind of works. Bit of, bit of money in that. You drop the Baker uh-huh. eventually, the standard. Just come out as Katana. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably give you that. Um, another open question here for you, Andrew. Um, sure. Did, did Stacy win this match? Because I've literally got winner, Stacy, question mark. Yes, and now I feel she's the 24 <laughs> 7 champ. Yeah, it had a sort of vibe about it, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, the exact, that's the exact Pointless. note that I wrote down. Pointless bollocks to pass five minutes. Five? Jesus. In an almost four-hour show. Right. Coach giving the rules, just no metal objects. <laughs> no metal objects, only pillows found on the bed. Hey, what? Some fucking rules on there. Very simple, but also complicated. Jesus Christ. Stacy, oh, it's WrestleMania. I'll join in, but I'm not wrestling. Just anything to get on the WrestleMania card. I'm like, yeah, Stacy, you've really fucking made it. Jesus Christ. And then Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson, bear in mind, Lee, this is a woman who barely two months ago, barely two months ago, her father died, right? Died, Lee. The, the great man, God rest his soul, Al Wilson. Two months ago has died. In that time, Tori has 
beaten her stepmother to apparently get over her grief, and then uh, be a Playboy cover star. It's pretty successful, so, you know, I can't begrudge her that, fair play. Um, and in a cat fight at WrestleMania, for fuck's sake. I'm like, oh, my God. But then the one mm. thing that did pop me is when they did coach... Uh, so when they did coach pants, that's right. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. right. When they did coach pants, Christ, um, he is wearing Al Wilson big yeah. white reference, and I was like, yeah, yeah. Just a quick question here for you, mate. In our next story arc, um, how are you going to fit Al Wilson into your uh, into your stories? I'll find out. I hope you've got a way. You must have a way. It's now your thing. I will find a way. Don't worry. Good. Um, can we move on to um, what was, to be honest, the most disappointing thing on the card? And that's saying a lot. Mm, uh, so, mostly, I'm talking about Booker T versus Triple H. The video package beforehand builds Booker T up as like a massive redemption story. And you know, just by watching that video, you'd think they're going to put a belt on him. They're going to put a belt on him. He's going to have that big mania moment. His mugshot was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. For what? Gets to the match. Nothing. And also, another thing what really pissed me off. Throughout the show so far, you had champs coming out last. You had the biggest champ on the card possibly with the best entrance. Well, definitely the best music out and champions. And he comes out first. And I was like, but Hunter, this is your big moment. This is your reign of dominance, your reign of terror. And you come out first. Is it? Is this so you've deemed a good guy in your head that, oh, I'll let Booker get his big moment? Gave me shot. And then literally, um, jobs him out in about 15 minutes. Booker didn't, didn't get really an ounce of offense in. During the video package, Booker goes, I'm going to be the new champ, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. In my head, I went, ha, you haven't met Triple H, the burying champ. <laughs> you're watching it, and you see your head, you're just, just laughing, going, oh, oh, Booker, you sweet fool. <laughs> Unlucky. Um, although, to be honest, it was almost had the possibility of being Trips' best match as he's got his most mobile opponent he's had this whole year. Like he yeah. actually has a person he doesn't have to carry, doesn't have to do anything, but no, he still has to have stupid Triple H bollocks to it. And it wasn't helped with... Even JR was getting pissed off. He's like, you've told me six times during this match that we were at Mania. So he's essentially, he's just getting so hot with JR yeah. right now. And just imagine having to spend five hours that prick just being I mean, on all the time. Ugh. I mean, JR was trying his best to put Booker over. And then he was, really obviously, was, seeing, yeah. he was obviously seeing what was happening in the ring and was like, anything I say is just going to go against me at this point. Yeah, and you've got Jerry just goes, was like, oh, but he should be in jail. He should be in jail, yeah. JR. I just, oh my God, fuck off. Basically, basically the underlying thing was that uh, Jerry was saying is, he can't be champion because he's black. That is literally the whole MO he's going for. Yeah. yeah. They obviously didn't say that, but it was it was there. Yeah. Um can we just move on? 
Uh, this is where I I had I had to have a break. I couldn't oh, watch the rest I, of the show after this. Um, yeah, because when I went to watch it last night, it was a start in a Hogan McMahon match, and I was like, I could have guessed he was going to stop it here. And uh, um, I knew what was coming next. Though, do, like, no, do anything else in his life? I can't. I can't do it. Just no. Um, do Do you want me to go through my notes? Before you go and look, I presume a very hot take about this. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, I, I just or, don't is it, or is it one more of apathy from uh, your opinion? A, a, a bit of both, I guess. There were, we oh shit, I forgot that. I thought that was in that match. Jesus Christ! In that case, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so I've got stipulation to cover the fact that both men just can't work. Twenty years in the making, street fight. Yeah. Yeah. They maybe should have done it ten years earlier and I wanted it to be relevant. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but I honestly couldn't give a fuck about Hogan. I don't know that it's because of what I know now and looking back it's just fuck you, Hogan. It's but, Yeah, it does still seem strange to me that that fifty four thousand people are there. Yeah. Well not so much at this point view, but certainly at other times in this year. People have been losing their shit. Yeah. I mean, like, I can understand the nostalgia pop to a degree, but as a kid growing up, I always preferred Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man anyway. So I never really got the Hulk Hogan vibe. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Dig it. Yeah. Dig it. Yeah. No, those are the two preferments I preferred over, um, over Hogan anyway. So I was kind of like, oh, fuck this guy. I mean, I didn't want Hogan to lose the Iraqi sympathizer inside the slaughter in WrestleMania 7. I wasn't that much of a cunt. <laughs> Amazing. But, you know, I could kind of just leave Hogan anyway. So, um, yeah, Piper returned. That was cool. It is. My note for that, Lee, is just Roddy. <laughs> Roddy uh, Strong, Roddy Piper. Just, just, just Roddy. Because, I don't know, he then, appears in a trench coat, leaves, doesn't return. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And then um, at the end of the match, which Pogan wins, uh, we see Shane McMahon. He kind of has the, um, the Rock Hogan um, stare off with Hogan in the ring, but it doesn't pop anyone. And then he just kind of goes like, kind of just coming at my dad. And Hogan's like, yeah, do what you want, just beat him. Then this is where I asked Sully go, did anything lead on to this Shane Hulk scenario? And he was like, I can't remember a thing about it. <laughs> Amazing. So um, why was why didn't they do why? Just why didn't they do that bit? Just to um, give just give Vince more T V time. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I basically had similar that the crowd did not give a shit. The crowd didn't care one bit about this. This was a 20-minute piss break. I mean, you, you, you could have a shit if you really wanted to. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't because it's a public bathroom, and I, I ain't taking a shit in no baseball stadium. <laughs> that doesn't sound like fun to me. I'm definitely going to get food. I, I, I'm, I'm not at my seat. Let's put it this way. I am not in any way watching this match. Uh, it was rest holds and tests of strength because you know can't wrestle. Uh, but then, fair play to Vince, he takes that unprotected chair shot straight ahead. Yeah, 
he just takes that to the head. I mean, also, talking about the uh, chair shots, Hogan's throwing in the chair. It's just a weird technique. Okay. He's like, he's like basically like, he didn't actually swing it, he kind of pushed it, and then Vince kind of done the work with his head. That's not how it works with the Spanish lad. The Spanish lad just stands there and he whacks him. <laughs> That's literally fucking nuts. Yeah. He just hits that Spanish lad square in the fucking head. And then what's worse is they, when they come to collect him, they carry him underneath the ladder. That ladder is open. Stupid sissies, you never walk underneath the ladder, Lee. They fucking walk that lad under there. Yeah. Right, he's already been hit in the head, but come on. Also, what what did I tell you about the Spanish commentator? Back always in the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, but this is extreme, man. Always wants to do a bump. Because he's mania, he's gone over the top and fair play to him. At least he got dressed this time, unlike that other paper. He just <laughs> sweats. It's crazy. Seriously, uh, he gets himself over me every time. He does. Um, but then, going back to your point about the thigh slapping that's now become relevant, uh, did Vince also have to find himself for bleeding on the canvas? Because <laughs> he pisses blood all over it later. Um, yeah. He always gets blood all over the announce table. And I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> Nah, I ain't, I ain't sitting there for the rest of the show and they've got another man's blood just all... Nah, that ain't hygienic, so I'm not being Taz and Michael Cole sitting there. Nah, uh, not having that. That was rough. That was rough. Um, but then that actual ladder spot is sick. Gotta say, I like that. The, the leg drop from the ladder onto the announce table. Yeah. I liked it. Um, Hulk... Could at least cushion himself on Carlos Cabrera's medicine bag. Yeah, that was that it's was a, fun. It's it's a good way to tell your ass on a jumping off the ladder leg drop. Man. Fucking bet it is. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Um, then when Hulk kicked out of the lead pipe shot, my heart sank because I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, there's like another ten minutes of this shit. The ref could <laughs> the ref couldn't even take his bump. Vince had to throw him out of the ring twice. Yeah, to be honest, sake. that made me laugh like hilariously because at that point, <sighs> I give him a fun match. I was just looking at points just to rip it apart. Yeah. And to be honest, that was a key one. Yeah, he would have got ripped to shreds in the back uh, by Vince later, I assume. Um, and then, here's the one thing that got me completely, is he brings in old Sergius Gordier, whatever his name is, he, yeah. bring, he brings in his paid ref, right? Yeah. And his paid ref goes, one, two. <laughs> like, you've got a paid ref? Surely you should come in and go, one, two, three, win? Like, what is the point yeah. of having a paid ref? That really pissed me off. It's like if everything they booked in that whole thing. Like, well, what was the fucking point of that, Vinci? Like, that really annoyed me, man. I love the fact I love the fact I thought about that. I didn't think you'd get hot about that. Yeah. You know me. And refs, I get fucking hot, um, and that that annoyed me. And then, but I did enjoy that it just finished with Vince's very cheeky middle finger is in the ring. Just, just this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want a gif of that forever. Um, and then we still have an hour left of the show when this finishes, and I'm like, oh my god, how is this possible? Yeah. So we have Rock versus Austin. Jr. Oh, isn't yeah. quite as excited as he was when he first saw Austin. <laughs> um. The, the initial you, novelty is worn off for him. Would you like a bit of background for this? A little bit of background? We're fine. 
It's um, it's obviously Stone Cold's last match ever. Well, I mean, spoiler, because you don't know that going in. You kind of do, to be fair. And then the um, the night before, Stone Cold was actually in hospital on a drip. They wasn't sure he was even going to make Mania. And because uh, this match was scheduled to go on last, and they had to switch it and put um, Brock, Brock Angle on last. Because I didn't want to disappoint the air fans. So now I'm like, oh, fuck. So if you're going to bag on the match, just just bear that in mind that Austin was probably dying the night before. If I'm honest, I, I haven't really got that many notes on the match. Yeah. Uh, it's um, relatively forgettable for me. My um, my whole thing was the video package was actually quite good, but it was no uh, WrestleMania X7 Limp Biscuit My Way hype video, <sighs> which still goes down as the best fucking video ever produced by WWE. Bolt, if you've not seen it, if you've not seen it, Andrew, okay. I'll, I'll, I probably I'll, have. I'll, I'll die on that hill. To be fair, that's fine. Okay. So. Uh, but it was just a standard brawling match. <laughs> the Rock always makes you laugh when he sells a stunner. He doesn't exactly Linda McMahon it. Well, considering the last time we saw it, it was Eric Bischoff fucking selling it. <laughs> yeah, I presume he was still dying from the last pay-per-view, so, uh, so he didn't feature on uh, WrestleMania. Whoa, 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 that, that cat fight didn't rouse him. I was going to say, he was a perfect person to initiate all that. Bollocks. We're not talking about it anymore. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The Rock finally gets his win. After an unprecedented three Rock Bottoms. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it ticked a box. It it wasn't in my plus points. It wasn't in my bad points either. I enjoyed that JR said the cold blue eyes of Stone Cold. I went, huh. So he does still love him. Even if he's not as excited, <laughs> it's good to know. Um, the fact that you've told me this was going to go on last absolutely baffles me. Honestly, I, I don't see how that shit would go on last. I know it's a mania, but fuck off. Yeah, when I've, uh, I've sat through this whole year and it's going to finally culminate in Kurt Angle as champion versus Brock Lesnar, I'm like, mate, this is exactly what I've, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had to sit through all this crap for the, the whole year. This is the first time I've been like, yep, yeah, this is the match I want to see. This is it. You built it really well. Everything you've got to, to kind of done to it. I have no notes at all. I'm basically just riffing this. All, all I kind of took from it was um, the basically the both both the first person to kick out of each other's um, finishes. Brock yeah. was the first person to kick out the angle slam. Angle the first person to kick out from F5. Um, and then I'm kind of watching it and I sort of forgot and so when Kurt is is prone, and you know Brock's heading towards a turnbuckle, I genuinely yeah. went, "Oh shit! This is the infamous shooting star press, isn't it?" Like, yeah, yeah. Man, I was like, "Oh crap! I, I I didn't put two and two together and think that was this match." Yeah, I went, went, "Oh shit! Yeah, amazing." But also, watching it back, how far away is Kurt Angle? Gee, he's literally like it's coast to coast. Coast to coast shooting star press. It's insane. Bear in mind, we've seen. Um, oh, is it. Um, oh, God, I want to say Brian Pillman, but that's not right. Who's, who's no. the cruiserweight guy? 
uh, Billy Kidman. Thank you, thank you. Don't know why I had Bill. Um, um, <laughs> so yeah, um, Billy Kidman. He or he's Bill, done the, he, or Bill Pillman. Oh, Bill Pillman. You know, <laughs> he, uh, he he's been doing the shooting star press and doing it well. Like he's already done it. He's been fine. Uh, yeah. Fuck me, he's so far away. It's insane. And then Taz just goes, how is Lesnar not dead right now? Went, Mate, yeah. I don't think you should be saying that because he's concussed the fuck. He doesn't know where he is. Just that on his head, he's deaf bastard. I think, he, I think that legit broke his neck. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So basically, they ended the, uh, they ended the match with their two probably most over-wrestlers at that point, both with broken necks. Kurt going into WrestleMania with it, which is bad enough. And then Brock leaving WrestleMania with said broken neck. And funnily enough, he never attempts to uh, shoot himself. Press no, he does not. No, vetoed which, from then on in. Which, to be honest, he tried to veto it before, and they like basically pushed him into doing it. Really? And I thought like, I thought he was his idea. No, 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 he wasn't up for it at all. Okay, because he because he used to do it in developmental. He did, yeah. But you know, the dude's legit two sixty five, six six. Two ninety three, mate. He was billed at two ninety three. Ah, uh, so I know, I know, but yeah. Favor, you know. But you know, like Ray Mysterio was billed at like one seventy five, and I was like, that's incredibly light. <laughs> that's incredibly <laughs> light. I couldn't believe that at all. <laughs> I was like, you just go from one extreme to the other. Why don't you interview the viewer? Yeah, yeah. But um, I enjoyed the match. Good shit. It lived up to exactly what I wanted it for. It really did. So, so basically, Andrew, I'm going to give you my four plus points which I've got because I'm still stalling for time to uh, come up with the score. Luckily, we've got a bit of time left in the recording, so it's fine. Go for it. Uh, plus points, uh, Ray versus Hardy. Agreed. Um, triple threat tag match. Enjoyed. Okay. Uh, Jericho HBK. Yep. And Lesnar versus Angle. 100%. And then you've got Stone Cold versus The Rock. Didn't offend me. But then you've got the bad points of Hogan versus Vince, Booker T versus Triple H, the WrestleMania cap fight, Undertaker versus Big Show and Albert. Have I missed any other bollocks? Also, no women's match goes in the. Um, it didn't offend me. Middle of the road. Yeah, no, I think I think that's probably. Um, the thing is, there's, there's two really good matches in my plus points, which is really fucking with me. You know what? I'm I'm gonna have to give it a three point two five. Lols. Um. I'm giving it a solid three. Yeah. And that is mainly because, well, it has a women's match on it. So it, can, yeah. it, it gets its, it gets its usual point for that. Unfortunately, it does feature Hulk Hogan. So yeah. fuck you. So it loses a point for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So back in the status quo. So. Hooray! <laughs> back to zero. Um, Whatever that bollocks was with the other women's match, um, but then I'll give you the cruiserweight. It's good, but 
the finish disappointed me. Um, yeah, Toker match was just pointless. I think it's got to be the one of the ones where at no point did you think his streak was going to end. I don't know how no. much I don't know how much buzz there was about streak at this time. I don't know how much it was like. Oh uh, shit! You know, he hasn't lost any matches here yet. Well, it would have been eleven and zero, but they only mentioned it because he put like the ten fingers up at the end of the Ric Flair match. Ah, okay. The sure, sure, sure. They kind of, they kind of glossed over it for this one, and then kicked it back into gear after WrestleMania twenty. Fair enough. That's fine. But yeah. I was just I was just saying. So no one really cared anyway. Yeah. It was a like I said, it was supposed to be a tag match. Just, I can't believe that at all. Um, yeah, the bonus match I, I enjoyed though. The tag match was was fine, but they could have given that probably more time and cut out a lot of shit. Chris versus HBK, great match. Um, Booker versus H, pointless. Vince versus Hulk, fuck you. Rock versus Austin, <laughs> I genuinely didn't care about it. I didn't care about it at all. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's, so it's, getting, it's, it's getting its three stars because it finally gave me the match that I wanted and they built to Angle versus Brock. Um, plus having cheeky little Y2J versus uh, Shawn Michaels match that I didn't know I wanted until um, Royal Rumble. When obviously they had all yeah. that bollocks and I was really salty that Chris got knocked out. So I was like, fair enough. I like that it led somewhere. That Manny match still happened. It was good. So that's pretty much the only thing that's bringing it up on the average is because you've got one five-star match and probably one four-star match. Yeah. Plus an okay women's match of what we've seen in relative terms. Um, I like Jazz. Uh, I kind of wish they'd be able to push him <laughs> well, more at times, to be I honest. I you just saying you like Jazz and music. And just, oh, I like Jazz. Yeah, not so much. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's why it's getting a three. I wouldn't tell anybody to watch it. I would just tell people probably to go watch Angle vs. Brock and be done, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's a, it's a valid point. Um, So, Andrew, we can now wrap this story arc up because essentially we've both decided we had enough. 100%. I, I'm, I'm not watching any more of that shit. So I can't do you, it. You can now tell me uh, in the audience, what we've got planned going forward after WrestleMania in real life? Yes, because we are two weeks away from WrestleMania currently, so yep. we are well and truly into WrestleMania season. So for the next couple of weeks, we will be talking about NXT Takeover Stand to Deliver, uh, as well as WrestleMania. So that's that's kind of the season we're at. But after that. We will be sticking with NXT and we are going to go back to the beginning and start with NXT Arrival. We're going to go through some of the old NXT pay-per-views. And I swear it's going to be strange because I might be on a slightly higher footing than you for these, which is yeah, strange. Uh, I mean, I expect to be asking you backstory and all that sort of jazz. I'm looking forward to it because I want to see what I can remember and think, oh, shit, yeah, that was that story and then we're kind of going with that. I want to see where it goes. And also, because they're only like 45-minute shows at that point, you can probably watch a couple just to refresh yourself and be like, oh, yeah, I know this, it's fine. Yeah. Laugh at so many old gimmicks. Oh, some of them are amazing. 
to be honest, if if we get to any point where Carmella arrives as the hairdresser oh. for Enzo and Cass, just that's that's some good shit. That is some so, of those promos were there is. Sadly, I think it's just past the time of a uh, of the world famous jobber Rick Victor. You obviously later went on to be Victor in the Ascension. Rick Victor, it's, no, it's just Victor. <laughs> Genuinely makes me laugh every time. Yeah, I it, does, it does. Uh, but then Conor and Victor go on to dominate NXT afterwards and then drop off a fucking cliff. But anyway, we digress. Um, so, what what have you learned during this year? I, I feel that I've learned that women don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Women are very much just a eye candy at this point. Um, um, nobody can hold the tag belts for longer than a show. To be honest, <laughs> no one can hold any belt really, unless you're Jamie Noble or Triple H. Yeah. Who who would have thought them two would have been the ideal booking partners? Oh, I know. Tell you, um, probably, probably why Jamie Noble's never been seen since he lost the belt. Just <laughs> <laughs> like literally just burying. Don't have that spotlight anymore, son. Who has been your favorite? Well, actually, I know the answer to this. Your favorite wrestler of this time is Kurt Angle, is it not? It is Kurt Angle. Everybody. Is yours still Booker T? Even after uh, that badly booked. Well, yeah, I, I, they, they did him dirty. Um, but yeah, it's pro. I would say out of this year, I've enjoyed him, Chris, and RBD. I thought. Benoit would have made your top three, to be fair. Oh, Ben, yeah. Benoit has been pretty sweet, to be honest. Hang on, so in, so in Andrew's top three, we have a four. Yay! <laughs> which, and the show um, comes full circle. <laughs> which, on that note, mate, do you want to wrap the show up? Can indeed, sir. So we are Champs Outlast. You can find us on all of your podcast networks. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, I've said those already. All of those, we don't give a shit, just go find us. Uh, you can also find us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Champs Outlast. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. Uh, tell your friends, tell your parents, you know, tell the people you can actually see, because we're still in lockdown, all right? Um, we have a YouTube channel that's having work on, so you can listen to us on there at some point. Uh, but otherwise, we will catch you next time. We will be talking all things NXT Standard Deliver as we get ready for WrestleMania week. So enjoy yourselves, and we'll see you next time. Peace out.